Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Be True to You podcast. My name is Jennifer Greenwood. I'm a mom, artist, yoga teacher, and life and wellness coach specializing in healthy habits and mindset. And my passion is working with moms to help them level up their energy and find their focus so they can live their best mom lives. The Be True to You podcast explores ways in which we can set a firm foundation for our health and well-being while remaining true to who we are as individuals. Today, I want to speak to you about pressing the pause button. And speaking of pressing the pause button, it's been a hot minute since I've talked to you last. Actually, it's been several months and I've got lots to get you caught up on and lots to share. So thank you so much for joining me. First and foremost, why did I need to press the pause button? Well, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but life is busy, right? I mean, there's schedules to maintain, things have to get done, kids need to get here, there, looked after, all that. And there's a lot to do and somebody's got to do it, right? And for me, I've been doing the solo mom thing ever since I had kids, even though I wasn't a single mom until they were almost in double digits. But my plate's been full and I'm just used to having busy days. I make it work. And recently in November, I got really ill. I was bedridden for two weeks. And unfortunately, I'm still on the road to recovery. So my energy levels and honestly, my vision are not where they used to be. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't, literally couldn't do all the things that I had to or wanted to do for a couple months now. And it's super frustrating, but I have to listen to my body. I can't push it. It's kind of out of my control. The body is making me slow down. And being a yoga teacher and a life and wellness coach, this is something that I coach my students and clients on all the time. So uh, I kind of have to walk my talk, don't I? I mean, I do anyway, but it's a big wake up call for me because I've, I've had it good. I've had excellent health for a long time. And this is me getting used to something different. So you can't model what you can't haven't seen, right? So for my clients and my students, I've been very upfront with them all about what's going on, why I'm having to press the pause button on my yoga classes, on my online coaching program. And I think that transparency is key here because you don't want to leave people with questions and the wondering, like, what happened? What, where did she go? What's going on? I have to listen to my body just like you have to listen to your body. So I am going slow and I'm not going to lie. I, I don't like it. I like getting things done. I like being involved in things. I love being active and I've had a lot of time to do a lot of thinking. And I realize that I've been pressing the pause button from time to time for about a decade now when I've made big changes in my life and my kids' lives. And we set out on our own to get away from an unhealthy situation. And it began with going to yoga classes again. Now, I've been practicing yoga since I was nine years old. And it was really nice to find a safe place, a studio for me to get back into that. My kids were in school. Things weren't going great in my personal life. My health was starting to suffer at that point. 
And I found a lovely studio and, you know, had a wonderful, wonderful teacher who is a good friend of mine and a mentor. And we'd be doing our yoga practice, you know, and at that time I wasn't a teacher. I was full on student and getting back into the swing of things and reconnecting to my body and my practice. But I wanted to move. I wanted to keep moving. I didn't want to slow down and settle into any particular yoga posture, which is ironic because now that's what I love to do most and what I like to get my students to do most. But my my friend and teacher Dawn, she would she would have us hang out in plank or downward facing dog for what felt like forever. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, oh, can we just get moving again? Why are we here? Why are we still here? Oh my God, why are we still here? And it was forcing me to sit with my thoughts, connect with my breath, and really tune into my body in a new way, in a renewed way. And that's not a bad thing. So that pause, that pause in the flow of the yoga sequence was the beginning for me. After the initial uncomfortableness, there's a settling feeling like everything just kind of like shifts ever so slightly and you have these aha moments whether it's noticing something in the body whether it's coming up with a, a solution or a new perspective on something that's been nagging in your brain for a while so that was my my first real introduction to practicing the pause in my adult life I don't know if we do it when we're kids. Do we do it when we're kids? I think we just get, get into the moment. Anyway, so that was an, a good reminder for me to realize as I was laying on the couch in November, like it's not my first go around pressing the pause button. It's just a different situation. Other ways that I've practiced the pause button, practice pressing the pause button, um, coming from a very toxic environment not long ago, I was constantly in reaction mode. Things weren't stable. Things were scary. Um, I, I, I reacted. I, I was in fight or flight all the time. It was exhausting. And so I just reacted. I didn't take a moment to think things over. Um, and as I got out of that situation and things started to settle down and I wasn't in fight or flight 24-7, I got to step back instead of react. And it gave me so much more freedom and a lot more understanding and compassion for myself and for others, practicing the pause allowing myself to sit with something for long enough so that I could respond instead of react to something. And that's something that I, I work on with um, people in my coaching practice, because when you've been in a traumatic or abusive or just like really intense situation, you do get stuck in that fight or flight mode. You do get pulled into reactionary behavior a lot and you probably don't even realize it. I didn't realize it for a long time. I thought that's just like something happened. Oh my God, I've got to like react right now and deal with it. Hopefully not. Hopefully you, you get the opportunity to start making changes so you can take that step back, look at things a little bit differently. So I'll, I'll give you an example, you know, like I'm not going to use social media as an example, but like say something, you know, going on and you want to address it. Right. And like, so you start writing this email 
it's a very strongly worded email. You're passionate, you're feeling things, and you've got to express them. Practicing the pause allows you to write that email and then wait. Don't send it. Wait. Come back at it half an hour, an hour later. Maybe do some editing. Walk away from it again. Don't send it yet. Come back at it later that night or maybe the next morning. Read through the whole thing. Think about the situation. Is this reacting? Is this responding? You know, you might you might find that after you get out of that intense burst, and we all do it, like I think we all do it, you know, maybe there's something else to be seen. Maybe there's something you hadn't thought of initially that's going on. Maybe there's another aspect that can be explored. Anyway, that's that's another way of looking at practicing the pause, pressing the pause button on something. Um, so, you know, that's, let's see, another example. Oh, something happens at work. You're really, really mad. You want to quit. Okay. In some instances, maybe that's the best thing to do. Again, I would always advise, myself included, sit with it, sit with, sit with it for at least 24 hours. Make a list of pros and cons. Write down what you feel happened. If there's somebody else who's, you know, can t- cast an eye over it without getting things riled up or getting argumentative with you, maybe have them take a look at your your little list of things that, that you know, came up when this thing happened. It's just, it goes back down to responding instead of reacting. So when I got ill, I expected, honestly, I expected to be back at everything and, you know, four to five weeks, right back in where, what I was doing. I'm very active in the wintertime. It's winter right now. I have yet to go skiing and it's the end of January. I'm not going to lie. That really bothers me, but I've gone snowshoeing twice and it, it, it just wiped me out. My body's not ready for it yet. I'm taking all the supplements and herbs and I'm eating well and I'm resting a lot. My God, I'm sleeping like nine to 10 hours a night right now. And that's what my body needs. So if I was trying to push through, I might relapse. And I'll tell you right now, I do not want to relapse. It is no fun not going back there if I can help it. Uh, pressing the pause button being honest about my business and what I can do. I have a nine to five job. I have two kids. I have a home. Right now, realistically, I'm able to do my nine to five. I'm taking a class online so I can I can do that as well. It's not intense. I can work on it as I go. I make dinner. I do the laundry and I do the dishes and I get groceries. That's pretty much it for me Monday to Friday right now. Not super exciting, but listening to my body. That's what it needs. I would coach any client the same way. Go easy with yourself. Listen to your body and tune into it. There are times to push through and there are times to pause. So I I would ask that you, wherever you're at right now, check in with yourself. Check in with your mental state, your emotional state, and your physical state. See where you're really at. I'm not telling you to be lazy and slack off, although some days we need that. That's a gift to ourselves some days. But be realistic. You don't have to wear yourself out to a nub, honestly. So right now where I'm at, I'm working my nine to five job. I'm doing my continuing education course. I'm looking after myself and my family. 
And I've had to put all of my yoga classes on hold, which really sucks because I just wrapped up the best online sleep well yoga class before I got ill and I loved it and I can't wait to get back at it. And I have to shift my coaching so that what I've created in the Real Life Reset System, I'm going to be offering that as a self-study program right now instead of a 12-week interactive coaching program. And that's okay. And people are still going to benefit from it. And I'm still helping people with what I have to offer. And hopefully in in a month or two, I'll be ready to jump back in and and do some one-on-one coaching. I feel good about it. It's taking baby steps, which again is another thing that I, I, I get my clients to work on in the coaching and in my yoga classes. I, I meet people where they're at. I never want somebody to go further than they're ready to and I really ask people to check in with their bodies. I know I keep saying that. Um, and be true to who they are. Be be, be honest about where they're at. You're not going to do yourself any good pushing yourself further than where you can realistically go. You you push up to the edge, absolutely, because you want that growth. But if you force yourself to go further than you are ready at that time, you, you might have an unpleasant experience, and I don't want that for any of you. So baby steps and bite-sized pieces. I'm easing back into things. I walk my talk. So here I am sharing what's going with you so that you can feel okay doing the same thing if you need to press the pause button on anything in your life. I really, really have missed connecting with you all. I swear I would have been out here sooner if I'd had the energy. This is exciting for me. This is exciting for me to be back doing this podcast and sharing with you all tonight. I am so grateful that you tune in. Feel free to share this with your friends or family or anybody who you think could use the gentle reminder. And I will hopefully check in with you all again real soon. Have a lovely rest of your day.